This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's Post Game Podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast after the show? It's called the Post Game Podcast. I'm Jerry. He's Al. Eddie's in the studio. Might have walked out. Either way, you're listening. We say hello. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, for, uh, Thursday, meaning tomorrow, Friday. I love a Thursday now. Like a so Thursday to me feels like Friday. Yeah, like if I if if I don't if I'm off my schedule a little bit. There goes my phone. If I'm off my schedule a little bit on a Thursday, like I'm not eating at the right time or getting ready at the right time, I'll go, oh, dog's <laughs> going crazy. I'm like, oh, it's Friday anyway tomorrow, so if I sleep a little late, I'm good. Yes, that is exactly right. It's funny. The um, friends of mine want to play golf on Sunday, and I was, I wanted to play Sunday morning, but you can't get a tee time in this stupid state, so right. they wound up with like a 4.50 in the afternoon tee time on Sunday, and my first thought was, that's brutal. To pull, by the time I get home and shower and lay down, it's probably 10 o'clock. And then you have a Monday show, and it's Monday. But then I realized I'm not working Tuesday. Oh. So Sunday's like a Thursday, and then Monday's like a Friday. So I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'll play. Why do not? You, do you think I'll be able to do an hour-long warm-up show with CeeLo on Tuesday? Do you think uh, Mark Chernoff will allow that? Well, I, you know what? I'm, I wanted to talk to you about that because oh. I was thinking of still getting up and doing the hour Ooh, with you. Okay. Well, you um, let me know. Here's the, here's the issue is I need the unit to do the hour. The unit? Yes, the Comrex. I was going to give CeeLo the Comrex for the show. Okay. But then he was saying that the, the the other software we're using has been working well, but that's also the software, if you remember during the summer show he filled in for me, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah, he can't do an hour show with that. So that's that's the problem. Right. I don't have two Comrexes. I only had this, and it's not even, this one's not even the one from the station. This is my friends that I've been borrowing. So it's like, uh, what do I do? Right. What That's do you do? All right, well, we'll see. It's going to be a big surprise uh, for people if uh, if uh, CeeLo and I do it. 
or if uh, you do it, or if Mark cancels the whole thing. And says, I don't think Mark will cancel it. I, I don't. I think I think Chris is more than capable of doing the hour with you. Not to mention Eddie jumps in. That's true. You know, um, like I don't want if you're not there and I am, I don't want to cancel it. Like I feel like we're doing something. Right. We should. We got to be it. consistent. Yeah, I think we, you have to be. If we're doing a show, we do a show. I think so. I mean, all right, listen, that's I, fair. I could do an hour myself. It'd be different. Ooh. It would be sports. Sports. I can, I can get. Through, I can competently get through an hour. It's not. That yeah, big you can. You're a professional, though, Jerry. You're a professional talk show host. So are you at this point? That's true. Good point, yes. uh, Jerry. I've been battling um, CBS. No, uh, it's coronavirus is the topic, but I've been battling on Twitter. Andrew Bogish from the CBS Sports Radio you Network. You and Bogish battle a lot, I noticed. We've like recently been battling a lot, Jerry. Political lines have been divided. Me versus Andrew Bogish. Mm. I didn't realize. I thought Andrew Bogish and I would be very similar to each other. And you're not. And we're not. We're opposites. How about that? Who knew? Yeah, so we're battling. Um, we're battling. I had tweeted out that, you know, I started it. I always start the trouble, Jerry. I tweeted out that I felt like I felt like there were some people like wishing we get a second wave. <laughs> That's the way it was feeling like to me. Like, like people won't be satisfied unless we get a second wave so they could say, I told you so. And I think it's second wave. Yeah, I think it started with my tweeting out the article about the Asbury Park restaurants that were going to start opening. Okay, which is nothing wrong Uh, with that tweeting out. That 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 started. So then Andrew Bogish asked me how many people have to die in order for me to be able to dine in Asbury Park. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be great if it was a joke. If he was joking, but he was serious. I said, but I bet. Only because this also falls into political lines. I said, I bet you're then also for, like, you don't want the restaurants to open in Asbury Park. But you were okay with people protesting by the thousands. That's not going to kill people. Tens of thousands. Tens. Of, he goes, well, he goes, I'm sorry, but years of injustice to other races is not the same as you going to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, so dying is okay for those purposes. I just want to make sure. So it was a little battle. Then Monzo, my man Monzo and I, who fall on, seem to fall on uh, similar yes, you do. Uh, coronavirus to terms. He got in on the action too. Then I, then I had to mute out Mark Ernay from CBS. I just said, your, your responses are lame, I actually had to say to him. Did you really? Yeah, because he's the worst. He's the worst. He responds like generic. Like if I were to tell you what's the generic responses to coronavirus tweets, he's generic. And I was just like, goodbye. Mute. Wow. Yeah, it's so it was funny. a battle, Jerry. It was quite a battle. It was a quite a brouhaha. Good thing I don't have to face these people in the hallways of, of intercom communication. No, you would love that, actually. I was fighting my intercom employees. That's not true. You would love that. I want to know, <laughs> does there exist a publication? Okay and or a TV network, and or a radio network, because I really don't know the answer to Yeah. That is straight down the middle that just tells you the no. damn facts without I don't a think slant so. one way or another. No, because each one, each side thinks they're telling you the facts. But they're not. Yeah, but, but you, Bulk- the problem is with facts, you could find facts from the CDC or from the WHO or from anybody to back your narrative. Yeah, to back your narrative. Right. So what I want to know is, is there somewhere that's going to give me... It's kind of like... It, it's, it goes back to what I've said now for a week. It goes back to the Drew Brees thing. Yeah. It, it's fine to discuss what he talked about with the kneeling in that comment. I'm all good with that. But write the whole story. 
Write everything, everything yeah. that he said. Write the question that he was asked. People even get that wrong, and it doesn't matter because there's no accountability. I yeah, just want to I... know where where can I find honest and true facts without a slant and a narrative somewhere th- help me i think it used to be public radio npr but i think they have a slant now too well, I, I want do. to start a new network the jerry network no nonsense just the facts baby god damn it i can't take it i really can't but, i i can't put anything on because i don't trust anybody i'm watching yeah, you're right Right, Fox News has given you opposite of CNN has given you something in the middle of there with MSNBC. You're right. Yes, I mean. So, what just, was the name of this network you're starting? Just the damn facts. What was it? The the, the no nonsense network. Yeah. Just the damn facts. Right. <laughs> There's my tagline. I would like that. I would sign up. I would pay extra for that on my cable bill. Maybe I got to start doing that. Maybe that's what my new Twitter. That, that's because I haven't done Twitter in a month. Maybe that'll be my new Twitter. Stance. You, you relaunch as the no nonsense news network, right? And I'm going to give you everything. I'll I will tweet you. I'll tweet you what the left says, okay? What the right says, and what the damn facts are. And Ooh. then you decide which direction you want to go in. But I'm just presenting to you what's out there. Who do you? Th- who would you get God. as anchors? Like who do you like? Who could you get to do your news? I, I don't. I don't know. Is Dan Rather still available? He is, but he's, he's slanted too. He is. He is because uh, because <laughs> yes, I actually. <laughs> I actually you tweeted. Him? No, I had to tweet back at Dan Rather for oh something he wrote the other day. That's actually true. That's funny. Yeah. What did Dan Rather do to annoy you? I don't know. Somebody retweeted something Dan Rather said. And I, uh, oh, about Donald Trump. And uh, Dan Rather said something about it. It was either with uh, the protesting or something. They're like, interesting how Donald – this is what he wrote. He said it's something to the effect of interesting that Donald Trump hasn't commented on the um, – uh, on the protesting, yet we don't want to hear from him anyway at this time. And I said, right, so there you go. No matter what he does, you would have a comment, Dan. He can't win, that's right. Right, if he commented, you would say, no one wants to hear from you at this point. And if he doesn't, it's like, where? why is he being silent? That having it been sucks, said, Jerry. I'm going to subscribe to your network. That having been said, I, I, I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> Get him out. I want them all out. I want them you want all everyone out. out. I want to start over. I can't take start it. Start fresh. Because it incites people. You know, all the good he did economically in this country, he is completely ruined because he acts like a jackass. I can't take it. I Honestly, I can't. And I really, I don't fall on either side. I don't. And maybe that's why I have the desire for a no news network type of thing. Because to me, I'm going to vote for the guy that I think is best. I'm not. Republican, I'm not Democrat, I'm nothing. I want to root for I want to vote for the guy I think is the best person right. for the job. And I've had enough of all of these people. I want them all out. If I see Nancy Pelosi again, I want to throw up. If I see Donald Trump again, I want to throw up. The whole thing stinks. But it seems like Joe Biden is not the answer. Get the hell out of here with him too. Good right, well, that's what I mean. So there are your choices. Oh, I Come want Andrew November. Cuomo. I want Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo, he's not. Running. He's he's a Democrat. I know he's not. But jump. I want Mark Cuban. I'll take Mark Cuban. Holy Christ. Yeah, like somebody that's got some sense. I did vote for Donald Trump, and then I also voted for Barack Obama the previous two elections. Right. So you're so how about like that? Me, you're voting for who you think is best. I generally want to, I, for the most part, I vote for whoever's not in office just to get You like fresh the outsider. Per- I, yeah, I like something new. Like, well, oh, we had Cuban this guy for new. four years. Let's like try that. something new. How about Cuban? Look at us talking politics, Jerry. 
Yeah, but you know what? But in a good way, because I think we want to get rid of the filth in this country. Filth. The No Nonsense News Network. That's the NN. I actually wonder, too. NN to the fourth power. No Nonsense News Network. I like that. N4. With Jerry Recco. I like that. Or 4N. I like that. That's pretty good. I might have to start that. All right. I can't can't do I actually wonder sometimes how much better off we might be if Mike Pence was the president. I do like Pence. He acts presidential. He does. He, he does he look talk, like a president. He does. He talks. Yeah, he's got the salty hair you like. He yeah. talks with respect. He's, I don't know. I just. I, I sometimes wonder if it would be different. He looks like a pilot. Like he's like that's the type of pilot I would want when I got on an airplane. Yes. <laughs> White hair. He's been through some things. He looks like a pilot. He does. He looks very distinguished. Yeah, like oh yeah, like in the beginning of coronavirus, when I was watching all the the uh, press conferences, I did like when he spoke. I was like, this yeah. guy seems he looks like if you were to do like a movie and cast a president, like you would put him in the yes. Role. And then and then President Trump gets up there, <laughs> you uh, idiots! I'm not talking to you. You're a moron. You work for that company. They don't tell the truth. Fake news. How about you? No, you're stupid too. I'll try this guy in the back. Oh my god! <laughs> Fake <laughs> news. Sad. There was yesterday. I know we got to go soon. Uh, yesterday yeah, was funny. Walk because my I was, dog. Oh, Phil Murphy, real quick. Some guy. He was talking about how they do the most testing in New Jersey, and now Rutgers. They have this other test, the and spit one guy test. stands up. Yeah, and the guy goes, "Why did it take so long to roll it out?" And the guy Murphy puts his hands in. He goes, "Can't win with you people." He goes, <laughs> "We wanted to make sure we had it right. But if we would have done it too soon and it was wrong, you'd kill me. Right. Now I'm getting killed because I'm a week too late. What do you want from me? Yes. Boy, politics is a cesspool of crap. Yeah. I swear. All right, go walk your dog. I'll see you I'm going to walk my dog because we have a big our weekly meeting with Mr. Mark Chernoff. Yes, and then we have an hour warm up, so I got to go. All right, Cherry. Uh, so. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. Yeah, here we go. A solid hour for you to kick off your Thursday. Al Dukes down the shore. What is up? Oh, yeah. Jerry, yesterday I did something so manly that upon completion of this act, I texted Gina with a photo. I texted my mother to tell my father so that he would be proud of me. You got a flat tire and fixed it. No, you not that manly. You your oil. Not that manly, Jerry. I no. go to a service for that because it's very cheap now. These they're much cheaper it is. these days. Well, and oil's expensive, actually. That's true, it, you, and I always get suckered into that synthetic oil where I pay like quadruple the price. Yeah, but you know what? You also get it for six months, right? So it's not so bad, actually, if you think of it that way. Well, let me guess one more time. All right, I'm going it's to a manly, say a man would do, Jerry. Men. You put up your own new kitchen cabinets. Uh, no, that would be that would require a lot of strength. I you hung changed, a photo. I changed out a light fixture in my bathroom. Oh, that's, that's fun, isn't it? And I did it with, I mean, I worked with electricity, Jerry. That could kill somebody if you, you turned the it wrong off, thing. Didn't, didn't you I did turn, turn it, it off? off. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then when I took it down, I felt like, and I did it in one shot. Like, I didn't have to remove it and put it back up again. Like, I did it in one shot. Yeah. And then, then I started looking around the house. Like, oh, I want to change out all the light fixtures just to feel like a man. How long did it take you? Not long. I'm not not long, Jerry. I mean, I took the one down, popped the one thing back up, did the wire situation. Yeah, I told you, not that yeah. bad. You asked me that on the podcast the other day. Yeah, you did. You you told me, and then I had a lot of people yelling at me saying, "If you call a le- an electrician to come over and change out a light fixture, you're an idiot." Yep, I agree. 
And you got it done. Well I got done. It done. I feel like a man. I admired it last night when I took a shower. I was just looking up at the light fixture. The one that was in there, Jerry, was very low-hanging, and I'm a very tall, very tall man. So I was almost hitting my head every time I was getting out of the shower. So I put one that's flush up against the ceiling. I'm surprised you bought the. I'm surprised you bought the condo, knowing that that might be an issue. Because <laughs> you usually look for any reason yeah. to go against your initial idea of something. Right. Ooh, I like this car. I don't like the color. I'm out. Buyer's remorse. Yes, which and you don't have, and you have none with the condo. And the beauty of that is, it's probably the biggest purchase of your life. Yeah, I I tend to be one of those people where the bigger the purchase, the less buyer's remorse I have, which is silly. Like when I buy something stupid, I go, "Why did I buy this?" Buy a box of oatmeal, and you just stare at it and say, "What a waste of seven dollars!" What did I just waste seven dollars for? And then also yesterday, Jerry, I had to bring in a uh, a poop sample of my dogs to the vet. Yeah. So I picked it up with a doggy bag, then uh, and I tied that off. Then I put it in a Ziploc bag, like a freezer bag with a nice sealer. Yeah, I know what a Ziploc bag is. <laughs> but, you know, with these vets, they make you sit out in the car, like yes. wait out in the car. Can't go in, but I can't wait out. And it was like 80 degrees outside. And if I keep my windows rolled down, this dog, if it sees a squirrel, she's gone. She's gone. Yeah, I know. I know. So I, I, I was standing outside in the sun. And they, they made me wait like 20 minutes, and I'm out in this out in the sun, and all I'm thinking about is that this sample that I brought them is now just... Melting? <laughs> just cooking out here with us. <laughs> so I have no idea what they're going to do with that. They look at it, and they'll make sure that your dog is good to go. Then I had someone, actually Scott the Engineer from the Howard Stern Show, uh, reached out to me on Twitter and said that you're not supposed to pick up the dog sample from the grass because the grass could be contaminated, that the, you're supposed to somehow get behind the dog and catch it no, live. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. That's stop, what he stop. said. Now we're getting stupid. No, That's what fine. I thought. Everything you did was fine. You're be, the dog is going to be good, and you'll make sure that there's no diseases, and we're good to go. You're fine. Okay. Let's not get nuts. Right, Everybody and their brother crazy. just picks it up and brings it there, and they right. work around it. It's fine. Right. Right, stand behind see... the dog and catch it. Shut up. <laughs> Could you imagine that scene out here in, no. uh, on the beach, Jerry, when people are trying to enjoy their beautiful day and they bring their kids to the beach and there's a 50-year-old man trying to catch a dog uh, in, the, in the act of... Let me ask you this. In all your years of watching people walk their dogs, yeah, and I'm sure you've seen it mm-hmm. over and over, have yep. you ever once saw someone do that? I've Stand never behind seen that. The, right, exactly. I've not seen that. Because it's not necessary. I mean, I could barely catch my own when the doctor needs a urine sample, my own in a container. Right, that's tough enough, and that yeah. looks weird. You but don't need to do it from the, the dog. Right. Here's what you need to know. If the dog comes back positive for Scott's turf builder, <laughs> then, then you know that it was tainted with the grass. <laughs> then I put the wrong grass up. And what are you feeding this dog? Yeah. Oh, Scott's uh, <laughs> turf builder. You'll be fine. <laughs> I also thought of a great, and I'm sure people know this already, who are who are lawn maintenance people that don't want dogs going to the bathroom on their lawn. All you have to do is put up those flags that say, like, pesticides. You don't even yes. have to put the pesticides down. And they just keep walking. Yeah, I see that. I'm like, I that is very true. Even that smelling is, this grass. That is true. But I did mention the Scots. I put that down on the front lawn. I got to tell you, Turf tremendous. Builder. Unbelievable! Yes, Scott. Yeah. Is it like grass seed? It's so it's the the three and one. It's the uh, the oh. fertilizer, the weed killer, and something else. I don't know what the third one is, but it was literally within two days. You saw the weeds 
retracting and you see the grass right? popping through. Yes. Well, we I know it's like a free that. I know it's like a free plug for them, but yeah. I am so impressed with the one bag that I used that I'm going to buy the bigger bag for the backyard now. Oh. Tre- oh really oh. tremendous product. So pretty good. Good job by you, Jerry. Yeah, how about that? All right, Jerry, let's get to some sports talk, shall we? If you'd like. Uh, I'd rather talk about the beach, but the- oh, real quick oh, before oh, oh. before. Remember we were talking oh, oh. I don't know what it was Monday, whatever it was about the how young the mayor of Minneapolis looked. Yes, very young looking. I found another one. The mayor of Point Pleasant. Is it kid? He looks like he's thirty years old. Yeah, but I feel like even like Point Pleasant is not Minneapolis. You know what I mean? Like Minneapolis is the main city he, in the state of Minnesota. But he's still running a big shore town. It's right. not like you know, I mean I know what you're saying. It's not a huge hub city in this country. You're right. But Point Pleasant Beach is right. pretty big, and you get how many hundreds of thousands of visitors in the summer? So CBS did a piece because I guess the beach was just jammed over the weekend. Yeah, a whole bunch of people rolled up unexpectedly yes. and left their trash, right? I'm, I'm sure, but more than that in the report was just how packed the beach was. And, you know, a lot of these 20-something-year-olds were not uh, adhering to distancing. Young and they punks, didn't have Jerry. masks on. Right, all that. And so they interviewed the mayor of Point Pleasant, and I'm like – he looks like he could be in college. Yeah. And then I thought of the Minneapolis mayor. I guess you know what it is? We're getting old. Right. I, I feel like if you were to say, like, uh, oh, they're looking for someone to run for mayor of Bradley Beach, I'd be like, I'm too young for that. I'm 50. No, you're probably in the wheelhouse now, and actually you might be a little old. I like 58 as my I want all my. I would like my mayor to be 58. 58. I'm yeah, good with anything yet, over 50. Not yet 60. Nah, I feel like at 50, you've had a lot of life experience. Seen some things So as a mayor. I, th- I thought of you when I saw that. All right, that's good. Oh, one, one other thing real quick, and then we get to the sports, I guess. Sports. Uh, so I was out on the deck you know, yesterday in the pool and everything, and I like listening to different radio stations from around the country, even though the music's the same. Right. You know, just because I like hearing the DJ say, hey, today in San Diego, whatever. <laughs> so I wound up putting a station on from Phoenix. Just because, I don't know why, the song that was on, I know my wife likes. I'm like, oh, we'll start with this one. So after like the fourth or fifth song, the DJ comes on. (laughs) Now, I went to Phoenix in July and it was hot. (laughs) And she comes on and she goes, well, make sure you got those air conditioners running because we're going to hit 114 today. (laughs) 114 degrees Fahrenheit. It's June. It's not July or August. I was like, wow. That's the problem with the desert. You think? It's so hot. It is hot. It's a dry heat, but it's hot. <laughs> oh, it's just a dry heat, Jerry. <laughs> Which is right when the sun goes down. It is a huge difference compared to here. But, boy, during the day, 114 is 114. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, yeah. Sports, Al. Sports. Jerry, are you ready for some sports? Uh, yeah. Bruce Arians, he's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah? Yeah. He's got Tom Brady as his quarterback now. He was on a podcast. He was on a podcast too. That's where Who's this podcast. Co- this is a Chris Long's. This is where Who's the that? comment you're talking about comes from. Who's Chris Long? Is he one Chris, of the Long brothers? Yeah, yeah. And this this is where this comes from. Oh. If you read the story, that's where the quote is from. <laughs> he, he's the one of the Long brothers, like Howie Long's sons. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Fellas. So he says that he might uh, quarantine one of his quarterbacks. To make sure they're healthy and available for the season. Yeah, in case they come down with the COVID nineteen, this way he can still play. The so problem there is he, though, if like one guy's got it, aren't you worried about the whole team having it? That's why he's, you're going to have a one quarantine quarterback Boy. who doesn't see anyone. And this wouldn't you be... want that quarantine quarterback to be Tom Brady? 
You would think. Because if you want, if Tom Brady gets the COVID nineteen, you finished. They're screwed. Who's their backup down there? Ah, uh, it's a great question. I don't know the answer. I don't know. I'll have to check. Hmm. Don't want me know. To Google it. Not really. Never really that important. Tampa Bay. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be quarantining this guy, Jerry. It's very important. Well, either the backup or it could be the third guy. Oh, the the uh, third guy. Okay. Uh, Blaine Gabbert to return as Bucks backup quarterback. This is oh, is he really? Uh, I didn't know April that. Okay. Twenty twenty. All right, so he's probably quarantined right now, meaning no family contact, uh, no go. Well, right now the team's not together, so I don't think it's an issue. But when they do get together, they're going to keep him separate, I guess. If it's him or the third quarterback, it might not be just Gabbert. It could be someone else. No lap Ryan, dances at the Mons Venus for him. Uh, no, it didn't say he couldn't do that. He just can't be around their other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Ryan Griffin is their third-string quarterback. Oh, boy, they are screwed. Well, not yet. No one got sick yet. If Although Tom Brady num- gets the corona? These oh, numbers are boy. starting to bother me. Corona numbers? Yes, in Texas and Arizona and Florida. They were way up. And what do they give the reasoning for? Uh, I don't know that there has been. I mean, you'll hear, A, from the people that don't think it's a big deal that the testing is way up so that the positive cases are way up. Then the people on the complete opposite side will say, well, you opened too early and there weren't enough restrictions, unlike what they did in New York and New Jersey. And then there are people in the middle that say this is what we expected. There's going to be different spikes, and right now they're going through it, and hopefully it'll end. So I don't know. You take your pick, and then you have the protests that we're waiting for to see what the results of that. Right. I'll tell you this. If we don't have a major spike here, then I feel pretty good about where we're at because of what the last couple of weeks have shown with people, you know, shoulder to shoulder for days upon days. That will tell me that I think we've done it right. If it starts to jump again, I actually read something yesterday about a potential new lockdown. I mean, good God, oh, could you I'm imagine they just again, opened Jerry. and they could put that back in place? I'm not. I'm not locking down. You do what you want. I'm just telling you what gonna, the uh, report said. I'm going to run the streets nude if we get on lockdown again. You got that, Eddie? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to strip nude. I don't care what you do. I just want to hear it over and over again. And run down Ocean Avenue <laughs> from town to town. All the towns. They all connect, Jerry. Yeah. That's give it. That'll be a long run. You start in Ocean Avenue to Seabright. Run. Does Ocean Avenue con- uh, like continue from Seabright all the way down nah, to the end of Ocean Avenue? It disconnects somewhere. It breaks somewhere. It breaks up. It ha- I feel like in Asbury Park it breaks up. But I could, maybe I'll just run the uh, shoreline, the entire shoreline. Now that would be cool. Can we just, get a camera on that? Just nude, running, protesting, another <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> get a tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Right on my butt cheeks. <laughs> what would it take for that to happen? For real. That a would be awesome. on my butt cheek? That's yes. not happening. That would be great. All right, you just, you just run naked down the streets. I'm just going to run nude. Or, run, or down the beach. Out of anger. How did you get arrested for the first time in your life for running yeah. naked down the beach? Well, we've checked your records. You ran nude down the beach at the age of 50? This is your first, uh, this is what you did as your first thing of breaking That's the right. law? And now I want to be mayor. <laughs> We'd love to vote you in for mayor, but your background, your background check came back, and it says here you ran nude at the age right. of 50. Do I have time for another story, Jerry, um, or are you, you going to force a break? Give me one more. Me? We right. force a break. It's not. It's the like format, dude. It. You put me in a headlock and force a break. I don't force nothing. NASCAR has banned Confederate flags from. Yes, their I saw this. I, I was very surprised. I was very surprised how quickly this happened yesterday. Oh, they moved very quickly. Jerry. They did. They a did. couple of the drivers called for it. Boom, removed. 
whenever I see the Confederate flag, I think of Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard, yes. And I loved the Dukes of Hazard as a kid. Yeah. I loved the General Lee. But you can't have the General Lee, no? That's a big Confederate flag. You can't, and you can't wear because they make a lot of. So I have a Back to the Future T-shirt. I have, uh, sadly, I have an Alf T-shirt. Wow. <laughs> I do. I don't know if I still have it, but I had it for years. Hey, Willie. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have. I have a good handful of TV T-shirts and Coles. If you ever go there again, if they ever are allowed to have people in their building, um, they sell a lot of like band T-shirts, you know, music T-shirts, television, film T-shirts. That is one you can't wear. Yeah. I don't think anymore. With hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. <laughs> hey, Willie. <laughs> no, the so. Alf one you could still wear. He did well, not the have Alf a Confederate one, yes. Hey, Willie. <laughs> but Dukes of Hazard, yeah. Confederate flag. Also, I always think of Leonard Skinnerd, the Southern Rockers, Jerry. Yeah, sure. Do they? I see. I haven't been. It's so funny. I have not seen. I know Leonard Skinnerd, I think, still plays whatever they are at this point. Yeah. I haven't been there since 19. I saw Leonard Skinnerd in 1994 at the Man Music Center in Pennsylvania. I think it was the last time I saw them. I don't remember. I guess they probably do fly that flag. Well, I don't know if they do anymore. I know in the 70s when they gained their popularity, they that were they did. Southern rock. A lot of Southern rockers, though, Jerry, flew the Confederate flag. Right. Well, not at NASCAR events anymore. So they the did general, that yesterday. The General Lee had that right on the roof of their car. Yeah, the orange car with the flag on top. Right now, the Duke boys, Bo and Luke Duke, are out there. They're like, what do we got to paint over this? <laughs> I what is that show even still on the air anymore? <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere. No, I loved the Dukes of Hazard when I was a kid. There are so many of these, as you like to call them, Fugazi networks. Yeah, and streaming networks. Oh, yeah, someone's they... got to have the rights to that show. No. <laughs> yeah, they run all. Well, they might not, but uh, yeah, there are networks. Like when I go, when I when I get desperate, I'm on the on the channel guide, and I'm way down there. To be like a, a network running Three's Company into different strokes into yes. the monsters. Which is like, you know what? Shangri-La of sitcoms and shows from our childhood. And the, then into like Frasier, which is like feels to me like a more recent show. Which, by the way, was 30 years ago. Probably. And then I saw the new one. We'll take a break. It's called Acorn TV. A similar thing, old, uh, old program. I think so. I think so. What I don't like is when they will advertise, we have live sports. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You've got like college lacrosse from Utah. Yeah. That's that live. doesn't count. I mean, you when I see live sports, I'm like, oh, do you have baseball and MLB? No, we don't. You know, we have racquetball. <laughs> it's like, we have live racquetball and come and knock on our door. <laughs> That's right. All right, we're going to knock on a break right now. Ooh, how about that? One, uh, then we come back. We'll get into some more sports, if you will. It's a Thursday with Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, 25 after 5 on a Thursday. Alan Jerry with you until 6, Boomer and Geo. Then real quick, I uh, really jinxed myself yesterday talking about how well I had been sleeping. So I fell asleep on the couch last night. I was actually watching the NASCAR event, uh, believe it or not, and I passed out. And then I woke up to go upstairs and go to sleep. I don't know how you do this. I woke up to go uh, to sleep and was wide awake and then couldn't sleep and was up till 11 o'clock. I don't know how you fall asleep every night on the couch oh, and I then walk it. in and go back to bed. It's like being high. It's like being drunk. It's this feeling of this euphoria where I'm like in and out of sleep. I'm in and out of consciousness. I'm like I'm like Jim Morrison from the doors. But how do you not wake up? Stands. But how do you not wake up from then walking into the bedroom? I don't know. As soon as I walk into the bedroom, I lay down, boom, out. 
man, I was so frustrated and angry with myself last night. Terrible. Terrible, yeah. terrible. So I jinxed myself because we were you talking did. about that yesterday. You jinxed it. I did. What else? Jerry, we lost a major leaguer yesterday from my childhood. And when I yeah, lose a major leaguer from my childhood, it bothers feel me. Yeah, you feel old. Claudel Washington. I know. They called them only because we're local here in the New York, New Jersey area. They called them former Met and former Yankee Claudel Washington. But he was an Atlanta Brave. Was he not, Jerry? When did he? Well, I remember with the Yankees. When did he play for the Mets? He was with the Yankees twice. He was with the Mets once. He was with, uh, I How remember him. How long did he play him, for the Mets? I think like 80 games, maybe. Nothing yeah, crazy. I, I don't remember that. I remember with the Yankees for sure. I do yeah. not remember him playing for the Mets. I remember as a kid, Claudel Washington was a guy who did something which I thought was impossible. And he's on the list of major leaguers who have done it, and many have done it. But at the time, Jerry, when I was a youngster, I didn't think it was possible. He once hit three home runs in a game uh, in 1979 while with the White Sox. And I remember thinking that was like an incredible feat, Mr. Claude L. Washington. He was only 65. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. And how weird. Yesterday I was just going through all of the 86 Astros that were stood that, and I realized that most of them were still alive. And then we lost Clodo Washington, who, when I was trading Topps cards and Fleers and Don Russ, Jerry, he was a guy that would pop up often. I like the Don Russ card. Good night to Clodo Washington. 79 games with the Mets in 1980. Boy, I I mean, I was six, but I don't remember that at all. Holy cow. Mm. Very interesting. And then late in his career with the Yankees. Okay. It's a Sad, shame, Jerry. Sad. Pro- I saw uh, John Heyman had it first, if I could give credit, where I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, leave me alone. Did you watch uh, the baseball draft? Baseball draft? No, this is not the NFL draft, Jerry. How about the fact that the Mets, t- I think if I saw this right, the kid the Mets took, his mom was the mom in Little Big League. I did not see this. Did you I know see the he movie? Had, I know, no, I did not see Little Big League either. Okay. I was busy uh, with Claude Washington uh, cards, reading his stats for the last forty years. Yeah, <laughs> I spent a lot of time. That's why that hit hit me particularly hard yesterday. I'm sure it did. I get it. I Absolutely, 40 years. Yeah, I understand. Now this guy that Mets drafted, he has three names, which was strange. Yes, he, he has three. He has one first name and two last names. Yeah, two the last hyphenated names. last name. Yeah, did does the mother. Does he have the mother's hyphenated last name? I'm not sure which is her name. I'm not sure. But then the yeah. Yankees took a guy named the last name Wells. So I was like, "Is this David Wells' kid?" And I saw that nowhere. So <laughs> I, I don't think so. Not. He's the kid from Arizona. Yeah, a, a catcher in the first round. A catcher, Jerry. I do love whether it's the NFL I do draft, love the Yankees, the baseball draft, the NBA, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Oh, this guy power hit. This kid projects to be a hit third in the lineup, 40 home run guy. Meantime, if you go down, until this year, there's been 40 rounds every year in the baseball draft. How many, you realize what a low percentage of players, not only, I don't want to say just make it to the big leagues, because a lot of them will come up there and they'll get a few at bats or, you know, maybe play 10 games or something. But how many of them actually become what they envision? Like, do you think that number is more or less than 5%? Less. That's why there's no. No buzz to the MLB draft. Well, and you also don't know when the hell you're going to see them. Like in the NFL draft, you draft a guy, he's on your team next year. True. The baseball draft, there's a few things that can happen. A, no thanks, I'm going to go to college. Okay. B, uh, no thanks, I'm going to go back to college. C, um, okay, great, you're going to start in rookie ball. We hope to see you in five years. Like it's really, if you think about the Bryce Harpers of the world or Mike Trouts that came a lot quicker than most – you don't see it 
and you have no idea when you draft a kid if you will ever see them at the big league level. Like it's hard right. to it's hard to really promote that and get excited about it, which is why it's like, all right, well, the baseball draft was last night. Okay, Let I do remember five um, years. when I was a kid this hearing this about this Daryl Strawberry though. Yes, I do too. Like, oh that's... my gosh, the Mets are going to get this Daryl Strawberry fella. Well, I from time to time. There, you know, there is a guy. I remember when Bryce Harper. There's been a couple of guys when Bryce Harper uh, was drafted. That was a big deal. When Steven Strasburg was drafted, I remember That's that true. was a big deal because sometimes guys are just so far and away um, better than everybody else. I get that, and that's probably easier to promote. But when you've got a draft like like last night, I'm trying to pull it up. The kid's name is Torkelson. Torkelson. Yes, he was Spencer Torkelson was the mm. first overall pick by the Tigers. You never heard of him. Meantime, well, Trevor Lawrence, you know who he is, and you know he's going to be the first pick. You know, you know, you know the best NBA players coming out usually. I don't know. It's just it's different, and it's really hard to get any sort of traction with baseball in terms of the draft. Can I get a Spencer Torkelson Tigers jersey today online on the Tigers Guaranteed store? you can. Yes, I bet you Fanatics has it already. Spencer Torkelson. Yes, I would think you can. Right? I mean, haven't they been working on that? Because from what I read, they knew they were taking him. So I guess they were very excited, and he was the consensus number one pick. So I would think Fanatics or the Tigers website, and they could be working uh, together, has that. All right. Are you checking that or no? No. No. Okay. You're not interested in a Torkelson Torkelson jersey? I'm going to try to spell it. How about the fact that the commissioner said 100% they're playing this year? Yeah, 100% there will be a 2020 season. Now, here's what concerns me. Did you see what happened with the NBA? Guarantee. Um, I saw that some some players don't want to come back. Well, there was a conference call yesterday that they're saying around 40 to 50 players are concerned about coming back and playing for many different reasons. They're, I guess they're starting to look at the details of the plan mm-hmm. and the idea that they cannot be with their families for longer than maybe they thought, that there's some sort of a 10-day quarantine when they're done, I guess, from being in the in the, in the in Orlando where they'll be. Uh, also, there are those that don't believe that they should be playing basketball while the protests are going on, that there's something bigger happening then there's those concerned about COVID-19 the outbreaks now in Florida and so the NBA is going to put in a provision it appears that will allow them to not play if they so choose play not play they will still get paid but it would be a reduced salary I'm now concerned about the NBA oh I would definitely take that move pay me my reduced salary and I don't work at all oh I would go for that in a heartbeat I think, and when now they're already taking twenty five percent less. Would you do it for twenty five percent total of your pay? Depends. Like if, I was if Mark Chernoff came to you right now and said, "No, because I, I don't make that kind of money." But if I was making millions of dollars and I could still make parts of millions of dollars, so if you're making ten nothing, million a year yeah. and they would give you, they would offer you two two and a half on scale, you would mm-hmm. probably take that and not play. Right, and then I'll be like, I'll just go back to the next year. I'll be on uh, my full salary. I'll be. Yeah, it is concerning. It is because all of a sudden, if something like that happens, and now there's no basketball, it's like, oh come on. But I don't know that one. I that was that surprised me. I thought the NBA was like full steam ahead. I thought most of the players were on board, and all of a sudden, it seems like maybe not. You thought they were locked in. They're not locked in, Jerry. I did. I no, I really did. I kind of felt like from listening to not only some of the coaches and GMs that have spoke, but even some players have spoke about wanting to play. I I really hadn't heard the other side of it until last night. So it's a little concerning, but we'll see what happens. We still have – this is the thing about it. Today's June 11th. They're not playing till July 31st. Right. We still have seven weeks before we see an NBA game get played on TV. 
But there's golf today, Al. Will you watch any I'm of that? I'm not watching golf. No, no interest. Okay. Unless Tiger Woods is almost going to win the Masters. That's the last time I'm gonna, I ran and put golf on. You'll only watch on Sunday at 4.30. I watch when, like, if I, if I get an alert on my phone that says Tiger Woods, a guy who hasn't done anything in golf in years but is a legend, is almost going to win the Masters, then I'm going to run to my TV and watch that. What if Gary Player came back and no, played and was winning? No interest in him. He's 80. What do you mean, no? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't care about Gary Player. Gary Player didn't have his wife chasing him down with a golf club, smashing it into his window. That is, that he is came true. From, you know, Tiger Woods was at the bottom of the bottom. Yes, he was. All right, I got and it. Now so he's you, back to, he was back to the top of the food chain. So you're out for the golf. Well, I yeah. will be in for the golf. I'm actually looking forward to it today. Now, uh, Patrick Mahomes came out yesterday, Jerry, and says uh, Drew, Drew Brees has a good heart, but the controversy surrounding Drew Brees' comments took away from the movement. I feel like it added to the movement. Um, it like it got a conversation it, going. It did and it didn't. It got a conversation going, but we got back to, I think his point is, at least, and I actually thought, thought about this too. Was this on a podcast as well? No, I think he spoke on a conference call. Uh, so did Andy Reid. He spoke as well. I didn't hear what he said, but Andy Reid spoke too. Um, I think this. I think when we were moving in such a direction about the protests and um, racial equality and all that, it became the topic became again NFL players kneeling for the national anthem as opposed to what the topic is and we're fighting for. So I do – I don't necessarily know what it took away from it, but it definitely – we took a left turn again. I see what so you're saying. So I, I do understand what he is saying. But I think it did help some people understand better uh, the whole kneeling thing and why what Drew Brees said some people uh, did not like. That's I, fair. I, I think that I, – so I think it – I don't know that it uh, took away from the movement, but if Patrick Mahomes says so, Jerry, he knows better than me. Well, the only thing I would He's say Patrick is at what, at what point in the movement and all these protests was it ever about NFL players kneeling? After that. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like That had nothing to do with what was going on, oh. and now that brought the conversation back to something related to it, but not necessarily about it or you know directly aimed at it, if you will. But I do agree with you. It sparked the conversation again. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, And Richard Sherman, we know, he came out the other day and said he wants to hear directly from NFL owners. In particular, he called out Jerry Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, yep. Yeah. Uh, Des Bryant, though, came out, Jerry, and he defended Jerry Jones. Yes, I know he did. Saying he is not a racist. He's learned many things from him. He's learning business even today from Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has taken care of his players, I think, better than most NFL or, or team owners uh, ever. I mean, he just – he loves his guys. I mean, there, there's so much so um, – there, there was the notion that he was even thinking of signing Dez to give him a job this year, even though Dez hasn't played in a couple of years and you don't even know if he can. Um, he's – yeah, it's – I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. The Dallas Cowboys do so much for the community uh, in Texas where they are. Um, and, you know, in regards to the police departments and just their citizens and um, – but the fact that he has not said a word, this comes back to the to the Nick conversation. Sometimes you just want to hear what they're thinking, and it's going to bother some people that they haven't said anything. Now, they released a video kind of showing what they do. That, to me, I thought was pretty good. That shows action, not just words, and I think the actions are more important because that's when, that's when stuff really gets done. But 
every listen, 100% of the people are not going to be on on board with 100% of the people. That's just the way it goes. So if Richard Sherman doesn't like Jerry Jones, so be it, and we'll think, see. Do you think Jerry Jones gives a Des Bryant a personal phone call? Mm-hmm. Good morning. I bet you I would, I would be surprised if Jerry Jones has not spoken to many of his team. Well, but, like, does he call Des Bryant and say, thank you for standing up for me? Possible. Yes, very possible. I would. I, that would not surprise me. Good morning. Jerry Jones here. Good morning to you as mm-hmm. well. 538 on the fan. We are oh so much closer mm-hmm. to Boomer and Geo coming up at 6. Don't go away. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. How about that? It sure is. It is also coming up on 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo then, but we still have about 15 minutes or so left. What else, Al? I got a note from Alert Twitter <laughs> I follower. I forgot about the music. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jerry. <laughs> I forgot. What do you, listen, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm still getting used to this. Jerry, I got a note from Alert Twitter follower and warm-up show listener Brian Winters who tells me that Country Music Television, CMT, that channel was running Dukes of Hazard last, but they got rid of the show the last time the Confederate flag became an issue so really it was on tv and after he said that i was like yes i do remember going through the channel guide and hitting up cmt country music television which they used to show country music videos like mtv yeah then like mtv they just started showing reruns of shows right because now it's just a tv station that's why now you got it you TV. have to find you have to find this access tv you have to yesterday they had paul mccartney and wings from 1980 mm. it was i gotta tell you it was tremendous but even that as good as it was, and he played a lot of a lot of you know songs from Wings, and he played a lot of Beatles songs, but even McCartney in 1980 did something that annoyed me. He had his wife on stage. Oh, Jerry, like that's introducing been going on a long songs. Time. Oh, yeah. Why? Listen, Why? the Beatles. The Beatles. They had uh, John and Yoko. You uh, had that... Linda and uh, Paul McCartney. But on stage introducing song, it was weird, and then. She... He... She sang backup in Wings. And she was in the videos. Remember coming oh, up, yeah. uh, Al? Bad oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. She didn't was very involved. Well, oh, yeah. and then he, even he, and this was 1980, so there were plenty of hits to pull from. There was a set where he tells the audience, he says, all right, we're going to take, we're going to go a little acoustic here. He goes, you might want to sit down and just relax for a while. You might not know these songs. <laughs> like, oh, what? No. Why? And so I'm like, oh, I got to hear this. I, Cause I must know what they are. I mean, it's 2020. It's Paul McCartney. Nope. I hung around for about three songs. Not only did I never hear of them, they were awful. <laughs> like, like yeah. how does Paul McCartney not record something and realize, oh, this song sucks? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like that. All the greats. Uh, you know, the Beatles had a bunch of songs that were not great. Bruce Springsteen has some songs that are terrible. You know, it happens. But, but why uh, bore the audience and even warn well, them because that they're going to bore you? Here's why. Because you don't know it at the time. So they were probably touring behind some new Wings album that had these songs on it. And Paul McCartney thought, well, I'll bang out these songs. Ugh. I'm sure they'll be hits. And then they weren't hits. No, they no were one terrible. cared about them. They and were now awful. all these years later... You've got to sit through with an Access TV. Like one, uh, there was one song they played. That I swear to God, it sounded like a children's song. <laughs> like, what is this? Was it Mullikintyre? <laughs> what, what is that? That's what's one of the songs. It sounds like a children's song. Oh, no, I, I don't think that was <laughs> it. That actually it was gets terrible. played on the radio. Still, it does, though. but it sounds like a child's song. 
It was bad, though. I was very surprised. There was a, a solid 10 minutes. I kept it on, but there was 10 minutes of music that was just awful. Jerry, was it If I Were Not Upon the Sea, something else I'd rather be? Was it that or not? Mm, I don't remember. I kind of zoned out. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember. But it was 1980, though. That was when the uh, – and he's, he looked good. Like, he had good long hair. You know, he uh, looked like you, Paul you McCartney. You can uh, Google that set list, right? <laughs> yeah, I can. Wings Over America, probably. 19, and the Wings Over America, I thought, was in 76, oh. I thought. Who knows? That was a mega tour. Who knows? Mega tour. <laughs> I was two. Jerry, the uh, Carolina Panthers yesterday had a statue moving company out in front of their stadium, removing the statue of former owner Jerry Richardson, saying that they were, quote, concerned there may be attempts to take it down. No, I didn't see that. Is that true? That is a true, sto- true story. True story. Uh, so I Googled it because I, I was like, mm, I kind of remember something's up with Jerry Richardson. Let me see. He's their former owner. Uh, I guess he uh, had there were a lot of uh, racist claims against him and sexist claims and sexual harassment claims. It's just, just not good things. He was a mess, basically. It seems like he was a mess. Yeah. So they were like, you know what? People are toppling statues right now. Let's take this down before it gets toppled on our own. But if yeah. I may, he actually made it a condition of the sale that that statue would not Taken down. <laughs> uh oh. Well, it was. I know they were had a cruise out there yesterday looking to move this thing. They did. No, I saw the video. Yeah. He put it in the contract. I believe that is a true story. I believe. <laughs> I think, I'm, I, I think I Eddie's right. Yeah. What an arrogant. <laughs> oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> My God, it's all right. You, I mean, you're getting paid billions of dollars for your franchise. They yeah. should be able to do with whatever they want that they're purchasing. It's <laughs> theirs now. And the statue was him holding a football between two panther cats. Okay. No, well, whatever. I'm not a panther fan. I don't care. Whatever. I, you know, sometimes I think like, oh, well, you know, when people want to take all these statues down, it it seems like, ah, what does that really do? You know, how do, what does that really do to make you feel better? But I got to say, when they when we pulled down that Saddam Hussein statue, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, no, I, I I totally understand why people want to do things like that. I get it. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Did you see? Just speaking of stuff like that, did you see the Tory Hunter comments about Fenway Park and how he had a no trade clause in his contract to Boston because of the way he was treated as a player when he was there? Did you read what? any of that? I, I read a headline, Jerry, that there were he had been uh, had racist remarks uh, thrown at him throughout. So his much career. so that he said that there would be children that would be yelling the N-word at him when that. he was in Fenway. And so you see, like, oh, kids, really? And the Red Sox came out with a statement and said, yeah, yeah, what he's saying is true. We've been dealing <laughs> with this for a long time. I'm like, wow. And then they went on to say it's not just the players. They have their game day staff that deal with this too. And what are we doing up there? In Boston, this is? Yes, I was like, uh, okay. And I think there was a story about uh, Delano DeShields. Uh, I don't know if he's a junior or his son. I don't know his the son's name. But that he had uh, filed a complaint uh, at Yankee Stadium for a similar situation. Recently or years ago? Uh, I heard the story today, but I don't know. This happened, I guess, a few years ago. Wow. I mean, listen, there's no question that, that sports fans are animals at these stadiums. I mean, they are just... I mean, the things that – I mean, I'll even say, you know, doing Rutgers games when we're on the road and you sit on the court. I mean, some of the th- – and those are college kids that people are screaming at. 
the, the behavior of sports fans is an atrocity. I mean, it really is. But I don't know why. This this really it surprised me. And then, again, the acknowledgement immediately. It's like, wow, okay. And then to put a no-trade clause into your contract. Good for him. Hey, good so. for you. Yes. Oh, I should. that should have been a part, the good-for-you segment. Oh, this could have been oh. a good-for-you segment. Damn it. All right, my bad. My bad. Oh, hey, my bad. Ruined that. My I bad. I did. I did. I ruined it. You know why? Because you 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 uh, sparked a thought. That's why I saw I it right before we came on. It. Yeah, I saw it at four thirty this morning. All right. I wasn't uh, thinking about a segment. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you, Jerry. Mm. HBO and NFL Films say they're all deep into planning for this season's edition of Hard Knocks, but they don't have any more information for us at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea what team, <laughs> yeah. when, where training camp's going to be, how they're going to get in. Do they have to wear a mask? Can they video guys? Can they interview them? <laughs> I thought we were going to get the double shot of Los Angeles. We were going to get Rams slash Chargers. Uh, I don't that remember that. That was discussed that. at one point. Is that true? I, I would find, but they did it just last year or two years ago, whatever it was. I would find the Raiders in the Vegas Raiders. interesting. More so... I, just, I don't know. I wasn't interested in the the one with Antonio Brown. I don't know. I didn't do. This is cool though. Going to Vegas, new. It's. I mean, I guess L.A. is the same thing. But uh, okay. Well, we'll see. Can't we force the Buccaneers to do it so we can watch Tom Brady on Gronk? The Bucks probably haven't done it yet, right? I don't think so. I'd have remembered that one, Jerry. I guess they probably could. I don't know. Do you have to willingly be a part of that, no, or can they, they force you once? They have some deal where they can force you if you haven't made the playoffs or something. Like, if you're a playoff team, you don't have to do it. Something weird like that. That's I would the say Patriots the Bucks never have to do it. The Bucks would be a boom. I think that would be – that would boom. make Yeah, that would make all the sense in the world this year for what that team is, what they've become, and the roster now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be into mm-hmm. that. That I'd be into. Just seeing Brady for a couple of reasons. A, not as a Patriot. B, how he carries himself. C, how these new players look at him. I would be interested in that. And then you have the craziness of Gronk going there. Yeah, that'd be cool. So you're in for that. You're in I would for, be in for that. You're in for hard knocks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would be. If you could get that done, pull some strings, I would be in for that. I that love would that. interest me. I love that voiceover guy who does hard knocks. On the green grass of Tampa Stadium. Who is it? I don't know. I, don't I haven't. Know. I actually haven't seen Hard Knocks. I watched. What? I I don't. I don't have. I just don't. What about mm-hmm. when Rex Ryan was on talking about getting snacks and things? You know, it's funny. I I didn't even really watch them. Oh my! It was goodness. more. I saw the clips online, and we played them all. It was more of the clips and and stuff like that. I just I don't know. I to me. Last Dance grabbed me, and I watched every episode of the ten-part series. But it was kind of like it was different. It was Jordan hadn't seen it in a while. The fur after the like, I watched the Cowboys Hard Knocks, which was years and years ago. But I haven't really. Eh, I'm kind of over it. Like, I, I know what it is now. I just like to see who everyone's what all the wives look like, and what their girlfriends look like, and what their homes look like. The one thing I do like about it, I don't care about that stuff so much. I do like. Well, I shouldn't say I like it. It's interesting going inside the coach's office when they're releasing a player. Yeah. To see how that's handled, the reaction, stuff like that. That's kind of a cool inside look. We're going to cut you. Uh, you did a great job. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna, we're going to cut you early so you can catch on with another team. We'll that's, make a call for you. One. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're going to cut you now. 
so you could catch on with another team. We're doing oh, you hey. the favor, yeah, really. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Uh, we got to get out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have a couple more minutes for you, and then Boomer and Geo at 6. But right now we have a Radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about what NASCAR did banning the Confederate flag. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Boomer and Geo at six. I am being told that the Bucks did hard knocks in 2017. What? So, so again, I said I don't watch it. 2017. I, that's three years ago. I would have expected you to have known that. <laughs> How did I miss that? Oh I yeah, that's know. right. Yes, you're right. Gerald George McCoy. Samuels. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's out. <laughs> I didn't have one person to tell me that. <laughs> now you remember though. Now that I do. Heard- yeah, because I remember them following Gerald McCoy around. <laughs> I trust yeah. you on these things. I know. I, like, I forget. I might have no memory anymore. That would be like if you told me about an ID channel show that you want to see that you hadn't seen yet, and then I'm all in for it, and then we find out, yeah, they did that already. Oh, yeah, well, they did that Ted Bundy especially already. <laughs> Two years ago, you don't. Yeah, you just missed it. Like, at least if we would have said it was in 2012, I'd be like, all right, right well, they did it eight years ago. It was three years right. ago. Three years ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to be honest. I don't, that all I remember is Gerald McCoy from it. But you do remember something. I do remember. But that, but you know, that goes to my point, though. Like, it wasn't very impactful for you, right? It wasn't because they're all. I don't want to say they're all the same because the players different, the stories are a little different. But it, essentially, it's the same every year. It is the same. You get uh, you get a guy who's going to try to make it on special teams. Uh, he's uh, doing really well. Then he gets into one of the last preseason games and he sucks, and then they have to cut him. Right. And special goes, team seems like a good job. Then he goes and sells crystals for a living. Like you want to be a backup quarterback. I yeah, wake like up gunner. with the expanded oh. warm-up show with Al and Jerry from 5 to 6 a.m. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 